energy surrounds us and binds us. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 16 of Carbonite Combos. Uh, we have our co-host, Alec, here today. Alec, how you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Dude, 16, man. That is... Yes, sir. Yeah, We're flying just, that, that number just keeps growing, man. We're uh, flying I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, again, just like you know, last week, you can see we're repping rep, rep our red tonight. Uh, big game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Brady, Brady v. Breeze, battle the goats. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Definitely, that's for sure. Definitely. And as a special guest this week, um, because if you follow our social media, you will know that this week's episode is a big sports and Star Wars episode. So we thought about you know guests that we could have on the show, and we thought none other than Jack Ridenauer from Riding the Pine Podcast. Jack, how are we doing today? I'm fantastic, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. I am absolutely honored to be on Carbonite Convos with you today, and really excited to talk about some sports, man. Kind of, I'm sure it's different for you guys not talking about much sports on your podcast, so it'll be nice, you know, a good refresher. And uh, yeah, I don't ever talk about Star Wars on my podcast, so this will be kind of a nice little crossover and little correlation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sure. So we're pretty much just going to be going into the sports of the Star Wars galaxy. So we wanted to have Jack on because uh, Jack is a friend of both Alec and myself. I actually, Jack and I started our podcast, you know, life track together. We, we had a podcast for our old um, college, Chatham University. So shout out to them for helping us get, uh, you know, get where we are today. Absolutely. We, yep. We started a podcast there and just ran with it. And now we have branched off into our own and, you know, this is the first crossover episode we're doing with Riding the Pine. So we're definitely excited to have you, man. Yeah, man. Really pumped up. Like you said, part of Riding the Pine. And, you know, I'm all about sports. So being on today, like I said, talking about sports with the Star Wars guys, nothing better. Plus, you guys came very well dressed for Sunday. Your team, like you mentioned, Alec, big, big game today. I, I know you called it Breeze versus Brady. I call it Tom versus Drew because they are old men at this point. They are elderly at this point. Let's be real. Very old. Very old. But yeah. All right. So the synopsis of this episode, we do not have anything scripted out. We are going a very different route this week. We're going to have Wikipedia uh, Wikipedia pulled up. So shout out to them um, for the best Star Wars info in the world. Um, we're going to have that up and we're just going to go through the list of Star Wars sports. And, you know, when one sticks out, we'll talk about it. We have no idea where the conversation could go, but, um, you know, I'm just excited to kind of free you know free freestyle it. yeah free, right there we go freestyle We're freestyle it i know yeah. I, I personally i've looked at a couple of these already and they're a little out there so these are wild this Alec can go this can go any direction wall crawler pops you started off then man all right so okay the first thing that kind of stood out to me just kind of looking through this thing um and i don't know why i think it's kind of comical was that golf exists <laughs> in yeah. star wars universe okay um and just kind of looking at it and though apparently the way they, they call play it this, golf they call it golf um yes. it's literally golf and they play they, apparently they play on courses that have like little to none no gravity so i'd like to see some it's like maybe some uh you know real life long drivers like bryson shambo or something out there and see like literally how long these balls could go my question is, though, how do you know where – I mean, if it's going so far, there's no gravity. I mean, 
you've got to go so far to find it. You're going to right. lose it, right? That's where I'm I mean, confused because I think they took golf balls up to the moon. I can't remember who it was, but they they brought golf balls, they brought their clubs, and they like I'm pretty sure that they hit a couple golf balls on the moon. Um, and they did that because, like, you know, I'm not a scientist, but you'd think the ball wouldn't stop kind of going. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I, would, I don't know. Supposedly, supposedly they played on the planet Barneth uh, that was once arid, but eventually ter- terraformed and turned into, like, a very grassy planet. Um, and it actually turned into a holiday resort. Um, so I guess it became a very popular We're still thing. talking about Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barneth, <laughs> the, former, the former desert planet. In the bar in that system. Huh. Interesting. In, in See, the, in what the outer I, rim. Really? Um, now, I think one thing we need to mention when we're also talking about these is which ones are canon and legends as well. Right. Because it'd be cool to, like, be able to look up these actual sports. Um, I'm hope- One that I'm hoping we stumble on on this list, I don't know what it's called, but it is the sport that's in the background in Attack of the Clones. So – when Anakin uh, follows Zam in there and Obi-Wan wants to get a drink, it, you could tell it's a very sports bar-esque uh, type of place. And in the background, you see on the big flat screen, um, these droids, which are like on, on a field, look exactly like a football field. They're throwing what looks exactly like a football. So I'd like to see if we can uh, find that one. I'm just not sure what it's called. Right. Yeah. So they have golf. Jack, I know you were talking about one that you were. Yeah, man, there's some wild, wild sport. I mean, I was just looking at sphere dunking. I I think it was called. (laughs) That's right up your alley. Yes. Sphere dunking. I mean, that's, that would be, again, I just, I don't know how the whole like gravity and anti, and again, like you said, Nick, I'm not a scientist. I don't know like a molecule from an atom, but I know that if you are, you know, non-gravity, you go off the ground, you're going to float. You're going to just keep going. So I don't know how that, unless they've got weighted shoes or something like that, or they got a weighted ball. But yeah. I will say the one that I really liked, because I thought it was kind of a fun little play on words, but very unique sounding, astrobatics. And so I did a little, I clicked on it, figured it out. It's basically where it's, it's you're taking the idea of acrobatics, where you're doing all these tricks and flips and stuff, but you're in a spaceship. So it's essentially just like the driver or the captain of the ship just doing all these weird, crazy maneuvers in the spaceship, and that's the astrobatic. So kind of like uh, Blue Angels-esque. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, 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 yeah. Huh, that's pretty dope. Because yeah, there's some like really wild ones on here. When you think of astrobatics, my first thought was it was some type of low-gravity um, gymnastics. Yeah. yeah, but astrobatics, like it, I think it's really cool how it's um, – you know, just like those fighting jets that go in the, the formations. I think that's really neat. Well, in the few in the few Star Wars that I've seen clips of and movies of or whatever, they always have those like really random animals that like I don't know what they are, but it's almost like essentially horse racing, but it's like whatever the animal that is native to that planet, I don't know what they are. I think um, uh, well if you're talking about the last Jedi, I I think it's pronounced like Fathiers. And they, yeah, um, they like sit on them and they like, they race them like around a track. Cause I remember yeah, seeing, and they also Canto had, bite. okay. Like, mm-hmm. So that's the Canto bite scene. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, like that's, that's another one. And clearly that, that, that has a big gambling vibe to it because right. you have some of the richest people in the galaxy at this place watching these races and the horses are kind of getting tortured too, which will not torture, abused, uh, 
for a better word. So uh, what sports for, okay. For two baseball guys, I'm a baseball guy. We're really quick, really quick before yeah. you go with that thought, just so everybody kind of knows Jack, he, he doesn't, he's not too, too familiar with star Wars in depth. He's watched I'm the gonna, movies. He's watching I'm the Mandalorian, star Wars. but he's been paying attention to the show too. So he's, he's learned stuff, um, you know, from us and other accounts like us. Um, so just wanted to let everybody know that. So, yeah, I am no Star Wars genius. I am I am the far, furthest thing from it. Uh, these are the Star Wars geniuses. I always ask uh, them no. questions, and because uh, I'm always learning something new from Carbonite Convos. But um, <laughs> no, I, I just it's it would be very interesting to see kind of like what since we're all baseball guys here, what would baseball look like in kind of a Star Wars reality? Because again, not even just hitting the ball, but then you're throwing the ball across the diamond or. You're, you know, however that's going to work or what, what kind of ball would you use? Are you using a weighted ball? I mean, what would your guys' things or thoughts would be on, you know, baseball and Star Wars, essentially? Alec, you want to take that one? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I guess it, it could be very similar because, you know, not every planet is like no gravity and, and things like that. Um, I think what the interesting thing would be to see who would play it. Um, not so much the game itself, like, you know, yeah. I don't know how it works as far as like who can play what sports and who can do what in the Star Wars universe. Like, are droids allowed? Like, are, what what species are allowed to do this? Or do certain species have superior advantages over over others? I don't well, know. compare that to pod racing. You know, like you see all kinds of species in that, and Anakin has the Force, and he has that kind of gives him a clear advantage as a human. Well, against other humans. Um. So I, I think know. what's up. My next question is this, because I like how you bring up the force. Could you ever see something like in baseball or like have what we've seen in sports where there's human growth hormones, there's steroids. Now you are using the force. Is the force going to, would the force ever come in? I mean, that might be a ridiculous question. Again, I am not a Star Wars. What person. would they do? Like Alec Porterfield, like, like, um, well, like, Yeah, like you basically are like, I don't know, you use the force and like you're helping yourself get, you know, enhance your physical ability in some Matt, way in a sport. They have to do like testing, like force sensitive testing, like you know, like uh, instead of PEDs or performance enhancing drugs, it'd be like performance enhancing like forces. And, exactly. Like, they'd have to have testers come in after good performances and be like, "All right, piss in the cup." Like, right? Darth, Darth, you just see the headline: Darth Vader suspended fifty games for using <laughs> the force. <laughs> Excessive use of the force, like fifteen year penalty. Oh my god. <laughs> First down. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like that. That's I like funny. That a lot. That's yeah, no. awesome. I just like, I don't know. Cause like when I was driving over today and just thinking about the episode, I was just like, how would you spin sports that we have now into, into that? I mean, cause then again, you, you kind of factor in those, um, those cars that people drive in. I don't know what they're called. Again, I sound like such an idiot with, with star Wars right now, but what are those cars that you see them in all the different movies and they're basically like this far off the ground. They like hover off the ground and they're just well, speedsters. Just like speeders. Like, yeah, obviously they have their own names, but like just generally called speeder T, T model 21 yellow. Like yeah, I, I made that up, but that's kind of what it's like. All right. Well, um, I mean, that would be kind of so interesting. So they're just like, speeders. You could do sports involving that. I mean, you could do speeder racing. You could do speeder. I don't even know what, but well, that's what inter- that's what pod racing is too. It's not exactly a speeder. Um, it's more two. I don't even know how to describe it because two I, engines propelling yeah. a a shell of a yeah because it's not know. yeah because when when they're sitting in the pod racer 
the thing they're sitting in, I don't think that really does anything. Um, well, except control it, but like the engines and like the energy is what I think keeps it off the ground itself, but I could be wrong. No, I think you're, I think you're pretty, I think you're pretty spot on. Yeah. As far as, as far as that, I mean, just look at it. You can kind of tell the, um, you know, the difference between it. So Nick, I found the, the sport you were talking about from attack of the clones. So that's actually called Nuna or Nunya ball. Um, it's got to be Nuna Ball. Uh, But here's what's interesting about it is, and I I don't understand, obviously you're not going to be, you know, super familiar with how it works, but apparently they use members of their own species as the ball. So, like, I don't know if they push each other around or, like, carry each other or whatnot, but... Wait, can you explain that one more time? It's so... They're using each other to play? Yeah, Nuna Ball was a sport in which members of the Nuna species were used as the ball. Were used as the ball. See, I'm looking at this picture. Here here you go, here you go. So... it says Nuda Ball isn't all about being a noisy rodent punted 60 meters. So, yes, they, they use this species as the actual ball. Oh, oh, so um, the, it's it looks like it's droids from what I'm looking at. Um, it, yeah, but it, but it looks like they use the Nuna as the ball. As the ball. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to wow. take a picture. Um, not a picture. I'm going to take a look at the Nuna species. They actually look familiar. Oh, here you go. Here's a couple of, here's a couple of rules. So it's, when angered, a Nuna would inflate itself to look bigger. The Nuna was then carried in the state by opposing teams toward, uh, towards their opponent's goal. When a game was won, the announcer would shout, Nuna. <laughs> okay, so looking at, at the Nuna, they, Nuna actually, business. they actually appear in the, uh, the Clone Wars pretty frequently. I'm looking at this. It looks like it's about 15 episodes where it's either mentioned or shown. And I'm looking, and it's, a lot of it is as food. <laughs> Um, so they're a, it looks like they're a pretty disrespected species. They're being used as a ball for sport. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. And well, here, here, here's, here's even more about it is that apparently like in, in, in legends, the, the game originated on Naboo, um, and the gun, Gungans would use, obviously used the Nuna as the ball. Um, and the sport gained popularity after the invasion of Naboo. Uh, and basically I guess like the, the droid manufacturing huh. companies, uh, I get they're the ones that kind of got started after that. Wow, isn't that? Huh? I don't know. Just hearing that, the fact that this sport has such a uh... the sport became the most profitable profitable sport in galactic history, given the low <laughs> cost involved in fielding and maintaining the droid players. And oh the Nuna Ball League was looking to expand from sixteen to thirty two teams. <laughs> oh my lord, dude! They have a they have a commis- they have a commissioner. Where are you reading? What? This? Oh my like gosh! An MVP and stuff. They have all star games. Dude, the NB, the NBL, the Nuna Ball League. Where are you looking at the, oh, um, the Nuna it, Ball League? Yeah, if you look at Nuna Ball and then and go over to Legends. Oh, okay. Click on it. It has like a whole description. Um, oh, ru- wow! Nuna Ball matches were popular enough to be to even be watched in sports bars on Coruscant. By one ABY, the sport was still active with matches being played in the Rory Stadium on planet Rory. So you think about this is when it was started after the droid, um, after the invasion of Naboo, you said, right? Yeah. In, in, le- in legends. Okay. Well, yes. In legends, but let's, let's say that that's its history. You know, right. it, it's, it, that's very accurate. Yeah. So it was after, um, Phantom Menace, 
Yep. And then we see it in Attack of the Clones. So when we see it in that sports bar with Anakin and Obi-Wan, it's a fairly new sport, which is, you know, which is, it just adds that depth to that. that well, it sport. seems like it took off quick. Like they said it quickly yeah. became like the most profitable thing. They even expanded the 32 teams. That's, that's doubling your league. That's insane. That's something you'd never that's hear. Literally, that's huge. That's a, talk, about, talk about expansions. Yeah. I wonder, I, wonder if, I wonder if Vegas will get a team too. But if you like, I wonder if. <laughs> I wonder what the odds are. I don't know. It was only allowed to be played on Naboo. Really? Um, no, I no. was wondering if it oh, was. Oh, 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 um, I, No, I think it expanded um, from, from what I'm seeing here. There's this one sport called moto surfing where you literally are driving like a motorized sled over the water. Now that sounds wild. That, does sound dope. that, that sounds, really that, dope. Sounds, that sounds fun. It kind of seems like jet, like jet ski racing. Like jet, yeah. Like futuristic jets or like kneeboard racing, like with fu- with like fu- uh, freaking like motorized kneeboards. Cause that's kind of like a, sl- a sled. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What is the Oto? Gungan challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this on Wikipedia. Apparently, challenge. it was a, a sports racing event that was held in the Gungan city of Otogunga on the planet Naboo. It's funny hearing you. Hearing I know. Like, I probably hello, sound no, like no, an because, absolute. No, because you're you're pronouncing most of them right. It's just fun. Like I've never Gunga. I would have never heard you. The Gungan city of Utagunga on the planet. <laughs> yeah, there's. I've said some very funky names in my uh, time in sports broadcasting, but uh, these are definitely the funkiest. I have to say, oh, Buga yeah. Minok or Min Minok. Yeah, Chinbrand. Yeah. So let's let's see what that is. Um, sports rates event. It was open to anyone with a single engine sub and was able to achieve a speed of at least a hundred longos. That's funny. A hundred longos. The man. That's a hundred longos. Um, I don't know. I was talking longo. You know, Evan Longoria sports. Oh, host. I got a you. longo okay. like was a Gungan measurement of underwater speed. Interesting. Oh. Underwater speed. Now that is wild. So it sounds. It sounds like this stuff is underwater. Well, they. I, I just found this other one. It's sand surfing. So they've got. You can basically like race on water, and then I guess you can also race on sand. Two mm-hmm. repulsor discs and being pulled by a skiff. Interesting. Huh. To be honest, I'm still trying to read about this Oda Gunga challenge. Like that's it's pretty interesting. Oh, so here here we go. Um, here's another this is the only other one I've seen so far that's actually been canon. Uh, it's called Limmy or what do you mean the Bolo? only one other one to be canon. Like that has like actual canon like references on, on Okay. Yeah. Um mostly legends, but it's it's interesting because like this one um, it's kind of the, not the opposite of of the of the other. What was the other one called? Uh, Nuno ball. So where it was popular, like Lemmy or Bola ball, was ig- apparently ignored completely on Coruscant for some reason. Um, they hated. What it. is it? Um, so, what is the Ninny ball or whatever it was? Basically, it. Lemmy was a sport played in the galaxy that was known for being less combat oriented than others, which. Hmm. Hold on one second. Hmm. Sounds now a this, weird. but now this, this one actually sport. has like major teams, like Team Alderaan, uh, Team Fondor, Team Coruscant, Team wow. Kenyon, and then like famous players like K 
Kale Hanneris, like Onila Richbloom, like oh, here's here's the rules. Wow. Here's the rules of the game. So two teams play against each other, trying to score a goal. Single points are awarded for each goal. Actions like kicks, headers, and physical contact in the form of tackles are allowed. An offside rule also exists, and penalties are awarded for infringements. The game is re- refereed by an on-field referee and two, two linesmen over a two-time tackle. So it's essentially like soccer. Yeah, they're, 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 they compare it to soccer. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I've got this one pulled up called Vine Swinging. Now, this would be kind of a wild one to watch, vine I feel swinging. like. It's it's uh, a practice by the Ewoks. Is that correct? Yeah. Dude, Ewoks, the Ewoks. Right. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, I mean, it was something that they did during their Midsummer Festival. Um, and let's see. Uh, Kenisa Ajari Kintaka, the princess of the Bright Tree Village. I guess entered the vine swinging competition one time. She lost hold of the vine, accidentally landed on a tree log and ended up winning the log ride contest. So I guess she hopped out of one contest and won the other Jeez. one. I don't know how you do that, but um, vine swinging would be interesting though. I feel like that could be, you know, something like a little gymnastics when you have the, definitely, you know what I mean? You're kind of like swinging from one thing to another, but I think vine swinging would be interesting to watch. Yo, Jack also, just so you know, because um, I know you're not too familiar with Wikipedia. If you go up into the C, uh, into the B's and you click on category ball sports, then it just opens up a whole nother list of, of sports. But those are obviously ball sports. Now this would be interesting. Yeah. Cause I actually looked up like the combative ones. Like I guess they had the fighting sports and they had yeah. a couple other ones. They've got dodgeball. Now this would be, I saw that. That's really cool. Let's wow. talk about what would space dodgeball look like? What, I feel like it'd be like ball? balls just like float, like you throw and it just like. Would you use like an off. energized ball? Like, like how hard would that hurt though? Like, are you going to wear like, pro- like, do you have to wear protective gear? Dodgeball to death. Seriously? I mean, maybe, just... <laughs> maybe it's not like, maybe it's not like in an, like a ball that would injure you. Like it, it I, I don't know how to explain this. It's more like, uh, like an energized ball, like you, you'd see on a movie or something like that, where I know I've seen these before, where, I don't know. I don't know. I was just, no, I was just thinking of anything other than a regular dodgeball. I feel like they could come up with some type of glowing energized ball that you just knock people in the face with. I mean, that would be a, an intense game of dodgeball. That would oh, be yeah, kind of, definitely. uh, that'd be probably a, the most violent way of playing dodgeball you can get, but I'm looking at their, they've got phase ball, I'm going to see what phase ball is played during the cold wars. They don't really talk about what it is, but it just says that it was played during the cold war between the galactic Republic and the Sith empire. So would that mean that these warring empires would then play sports against each other to figure things out? I mean, that was an interesting way of figuring out two warring sides of problems, right? Yeah. I mean, you never know. Very interesting. Hoverball. High yeah, low trying ball. to look at some- they got a. They have a lot of interesting ball-oriented sports. Sports here. They've got whiff. I mean, they have wiffle ball. Now, how would that work? Hut ball. Let's talk about hut ball. I've seen it. Um, I was before. just looking at that. All right, hut ball was a dangerous sport that was popular on Narshada during the old Republic area. The game pitted two randomly selected teams against one another in a no-holds-barred attempt to gain possession of a ball and bring it into the opposing team's camp. Violence That's a capture and, the flag. Violence and cheating were encouraged in hutball. 
and it was sponsored by the by uh, Garada the Hut. Hutball mm-hmm. fitted some of the most powerful heroes in the galaxy in a contest with fame and fortune at stake. Huh. It kind of it kind of sounds like capture the capture the flag a little bit at yeah. all costs. Yeah, yes. literally. Yep. Like there's no rules. Like ev- all bets are off. You have whatever by any means necessary to win. Literally, violence and cheating. Imagine if if cheating was encouraged in sports today. That would be interesting. I mean, yeah. Shout Jeez. out to Houston Astros. They yeah. Was, shout out, yeah. I was waiting for somebody to say that. You I was thinking not. it, but I didn't want to say it. But oh no, we. This is a free Astros crap talk zone. Could you? Oh, could absolutely. you? Could you imagine like? What if there's like an ESPN, like Star Wars ESPN, yeah. like, and they're like covering all these different sports cars like and Luke Cooler, uh, you find out is using illegal technology to further enhance the performance of their athletes. It's like, Jesus Christ. That's yeah, funny. Somebody, somebody used too much of the force and it set something off. They had to get like tested for it afterwards. The thing is like, like I can only imagine how in depth this could get because, like, obviously, like the technology in Star Wars is ridiculous. Oh yeah. So like, it could be like, literally be endless amounts of just of like cheating and like just like advantages all over the place. No, going off of that, there's a sport called football, and um, it's canon. I saw that. It says it was a popular ball sport in the time of the Clone Wars. During the Battle of Ryloth, a news feed referred to an unnamed type of sport as the second most important sport after football. So it's funny that you were talking about ESPN, and we see now there is something like that because he's talking about uh, different sports. And I think it's really cool that it was during the during the Clone Wars because that I think that makes it a little more real, you know? Yeah. That we've heard about it in the series. No, I agree. It's um, – it's I, I, that'd be so cool, and like I think that's what, and I'll, I'll kind of make it real life real quick. When when quarantine happened, when COVID hit, and all that sort of thing, like pe- people miss sports, like yep. huge, and people people use people watch and play and enjoy having these sports and these territorial teams in their life in times of stress, to, like to you know to have a good time you know, watch, watch the game and follow, follow your favorite team, whatever. And I can only imagine it'd be the same in, in the Star Wars universe. If in the middle of a war, a galactic war, like, Oh, I just want to watch some hutball or I just want to go, go to the hutball game and cheer on team Alderaan or whatever. Um, and I think that it's, it's really interesting to see. It makes it very real and it makes these characters, the infinite amount of people that live in this galaxy, way more real and way more interactive if you understand that like they're people they're you know inhabitants too and they want to watch a sport they want to go to the bar and, and watch the game and those sort of things and they want to co- go, ahead. go ahead nikki i didn't mean to, i didn't mean to cut off go no, ahead. No, no. no i'm curious i want to i'm just curious how how like contracts would work you know or how like free agency you know could you if you played one sport on one planet could you go and play on another sport on another planet like is there something in your contract that binds you to that planet that you can't leave then you sure get an agent is. that like oh yeah. sorry i don't take imperial credits i just I, or like exactly that's funny like so no, yeah i don't mean to bring the vibe down but you think about i'm sure there are sports that they're not athletes like they're more like slaves which i'm which is very unfortunate because we've seen slavery in star wars um 
multiple times, multiple times uh, in every different medium. So it's, you know, I bet there are sports out there where, you know, these players don't get paid. There's no contracts. They're more like yeah. just entertainment to everybody. Well, look at like the, uh, I, I won't, I won't say anything too much. I know Jack hadn't seen it, but like the, the newest episode of Mando with the two, uh, the, the Gamorreans. Yeah, no, definitely. Like they're like hundred percent. That's a hundred percent slavery. Like they're, they're, yeah, there's no, I mean, they're fighting to the death. Like I feel like, that, I don't like that whole that whole race is is like somehow all held in slavery. Like I feel like that they're all working for somebody. Yeah, that sucks. Because you've never really like you've never seen one with too much value. Like they they right. guard Jabba's palace. Now they're fighting. But I I hadn't thought of it like that. But and it, um I can't remember the guy's name. The Cyclops looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um he talked to when he was talking to Mando. He says that's my Gamorian or like my Gamorian isn't doing too good. So that's a good point. Interesting. Well, could it be, could, could they be like the coach then? Like what, like what is that? That's, that's what I, I didn't think he was the coach, but I, I thought it was just two fighters um, right. going against each other personally. See, to me, that looks like kind of gladiator style, yeah. like, you know, throw, throw him in with the lion. Like those were th- those people who like fight were like bred and raised to, to fight. Like that's all their worth was. It's kind of the same thing if you if you personally ask me. Yeah, and we saw Kara Dune doing it on um, you know, in in season one of the Mandalorian. Jack, I know you've watched the first season. Yeah, um, she was uh, fighting all types of people just to make money on the planet. Uh, so right. I thought that was pretty cool. That's a lot like it. Yeah, it's kind of like that UFC feel. You know, that MMA kind yep. of uh, combative fighting that you can obviously you know make money off of, but. Alec, I liked your point about like an ESPN or a sports center on in like Star Wars sense, because that would be, you know, you have the top 10 plays from, you know, Borgle Ball or something. Happened. Yeah. Like, you know, the number one play from planet wherever it was a Moops Ball play that saved the game, something like that. It's just, you know what I mean? And you probably, and it's probably when you think about it, an infinite number of sports, if there's an infinite number of, you know, in Star Wars. So the, oh, yeah. and the possibilities are endless, but um, I know Alec, you and I had mentioned it briefly about like statistics and stuff and like what stats would look like in a star. Wars, you know, what, what are you measuring? What are you? Right. We, uh, we joked about it earlier and I was like, Oh, what about like, I don't know the amount of midichlorians you generate on the field or, or whatever. I, I don't know. There's, you know, there's, there's really no way to, uh, like actually make a decision on that, but I can only imagine the amount of random things that could make a huge difference. Yeah. Like the level of gravity per innings that you generate <laughs> or something like that. It's just, right. you know what I mean? The more, it, the more gravity you can generate personally, you know, the better chance you have of preventing runs. I don't know. Something like that. That's funny. Cause that kind of brings up like, how do they practice? Like, that's what I mean. Do they have trainers? Do they go to like facilities? Do they, you know, or is this just like a thing like, hey, go play Borgle Ball and then go to, to the cantina and just do your thing or, or what's up with that? Yeah, no, Alec, that's a good point. And just so you guys know, I was doing a little reading while you were talking about stats. There is, in fact, a sport called shock ball. So shock ball. I was ball, just looking at that. Oh, really? Yeah. Shock ball was a sport that involved teams, pl- teams of players throwing an electrified ball at each other. And the aim of it was to stun as many of the opposite teams, team members as possible. 
So I'm sure it wasn't like a painful thing. It was more of like, I don't know, like laser tag, something like that. But I don't know. The things that I feel like it's very barbaric when it comes to these sports. Like things probably hurt a lot. Very um, rudimentary. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Know. I mean, they're using the damn. They're using a, a damn species as as a football. So I mean, I can only imagine like the shocking stuff is gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit. Oh yeah. My other point is is how do you you know because I, I I when you said uh, shock ball Nick I went down to smash ball because it's a category and I went to there and and brings up biblos blitz so now you're getting into game plan and schemes and tactics and because apparently <laughs> biblos blitz was a smash ball tactic and it was capable of defeating a five point defense so. You know, similar to I don't know wow. if you've got you know yeah exactly like you've got defense and an offense you've got you know tactics and different plays that you run and stuff like that. I mean, how do you run a play when you know you're using another species as that you know the object that you're trying? I mean, how do you you know run an offense if you will, right? I, I mean, know. that's got to be a little weird. It's got to be a little um, quirky, if you will. For sure. I think one of the funny things is like the team names, because I'm looking up, uh, there's a couple uh, shockball team names, the Galactic Globetrotters. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and they are actually, it, it says during one match held while Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker visited the station um, where the, where the sport was played. The Globetrotters were beating the visiting team, the Ballistic Banthas. The ballistic nice. Banthas. 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 Yeah. Banthas. I think yeah. that's pretty funny. Like, yeah, they, they've got some smash ball teams, and one of them is called Infuriated Savages. Jeez. So that could just tell you exactly what kind of players they're recruiting. I don't know who made them, but I, on Facebook a couple weeks ago, I saw a Star Wars design for every 30 uh, NFL teams. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they've done that with. Oh, I know really they've done cool. it with. Yeah, they've done it with Disney and like the NBA teams. Really? Um, yeah, and I think they've actually done like, like actual jerseys. Like they've made like I don't know if it was they made the jerseys of you know Star Wars in the NFL like the crossover. But I think I've seen something where it was like a jersey crossover with Star Wars in the NFL. It looked really cool. Yeah, I know they do that in minor league baseball a lot. Like when they have Star Wars night, they'll have like I remember this one with the Bradenton Marauders. They had a Boba Fett jersey, which was so cool. I've seen R2-D2 ones, Vader. Like, they're very cool jerseys for Star Wars nights. Yeah, Star Wars night is – I mean, it's, it's insane. Yeah, I was I was an intern one time for the Nationals, and I worked the Star Wars event, and it was a Sunday afternoon. And as you guys probably know, Sunday afternoon, a baseball game, I mean, you've got every single family in the entire area coming. I mean, it's a huge – you know, you've always got family night or family day events and promotions going on and whatnot. And it was, I mean, insane. I did not realize the magnitude of the Star Wars community. You know, people were literally in full-blown costume and I just was blown away. And it was, I mean, it was, it wasn't something that you buy at Target. You know what I mean? It wasn't something that you just got at Walmart for $15. Like, it was full garb that they looked like they either made it or they had it special made. I mean, they weren't messing around and you had, I mean, cause see so each, there was like different groups. So you had like the Jedis and then you had like the clone troopers. And so walking around nationals park, you had like all these different groups. And then at one point they all came out on the field and they all lined up with each other and they kind of did like, you know, kind of a, a display or, you know, whatever it was. I don't know. They did some sort of showing on the field, but it, star Wars night is no joke at a base. Yeah. They take that thing serious, man. Like, 
people people when they when they cosplay like that, man, they don't they don't mess around. Well, it's a big it's a very big revenue game. Like Star Wars Night sells very well across um, major. League oh, it does. League baseball. So, I mean, they have to make sure they go all out. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I mean, it does phenomenal. I mean, I don't know if you got. I mean, you know, Nick. I know you and I are in Pittsburgh, but you know, Alec. I don't know what uh, Star Wars Nights you've gone to, but I mean, I remember at the Pirates. Well, I think a couple. Yeah, I think I've been to one in Pittsburgh, and I mean, everybody's dressed up. I mean, it's you know, it's Halloween in July, if you will. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been to a few. Me, me and Nick went to uh, raise the raise Star Wars night a, a good couple times. Oh my! Um, man. So the bobblehead, I'm still mad that I missed out on was the um, Jedi Zorilla, Jedi Zobrist. Same. They should have done like Zobi One Kenobi or something. Yeah, Zobie I agree. Kenobi. That's I agree. Incredible. It was cool. called Zobi sometimes, like Zobi One Kenobi. I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, I agree. Have the, What's the one? Oh, I have it right over there. It was because I'm trying to think. What do we have? Because like, person, I have like Obi. Like you got me, Obi Wan tie on from the pirates. Archer is a stormtrooper. Kiermaier as the as the X wing pilot. Han Longo. Um, there is. You got me, Kenley. Uh, Kenley Calrissian. Kenley Calrissian. Yep. Uh, I have a I have a Paul Solo. It's Paul Goldschmidt. As yeah. Han Solo. Paul Solo. That's Paul incredible. Solo. He said that um, isn't that one like not the greatest bobblehead? No, it doesn't look anything. Star- like, he doesn't have a, like a blaster or anything. It's just kind of like him. It looks like a vest on. It's it's kind of it's kind of strange. Yeah, um, there are some. I've looked up Star Wars giveaways in like across Major League Baseball. Apparently, the Red Sox have like this very, very cool, um, like bobblehead. Uh, it, it, it's it's more like a bust of Fenway Park. And it has oh. the Falcon, the Millennium Falcon, flying over it. And I thought that, that would was, be sweet. I thought that that's was dope. really cool. That's really. Dope. Um, I'm a big replica stadium guy, so like little mini rep clubs cool. of stadiums are sweet. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Nationals Park would be a good one. Yeah, it would be an all right one. It's oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I, I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm being I, honest with you. I like I'm not a park. huge fan of it either. To be completely honest, I think it's very plain. I think they did yeah. a very poor job. I mean, I don't think they did a poor job of it. I think they. It's did. a nice ballpark. It's a nice ballpark. Yes. But like, it, I agree, it could have been better. They did um, it a lot. They didn't do it the 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 justice and the service that I feel like it it deserves because they've got the navy yard right there. I mean, it's it's a nice. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the backdrop that you get at PNC Park, but it's still a nice backdrop in a nice city that's got plenty of views. I mean, when you are sitting in, you know, third third baseline or, you know, by the first baseline, you're either staring at the right field stands or you're staring at apartment buildings. You're not really seeing anything like an entire backdrop of the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think at PNC, you get, you get a little spoiled. Oh, um, so that spoiled. view is unreal. Yeah. Um, see, like my per- my personal favorite city field uh, in New York. Um, okay, that I like City Field. PNC PNC's up there as well, but City Field is I like real. Those are both up there for me too. But I like Bush Stadium as well. Yeah, I've always a, wanted to go to Bush. Bush has a vibe too. It does have well. you guys been to AT and T Park in San Francisco? I have not. Oh, not yet. that is that's in my. I'm opinion, driven by it. The West Coast version of PNC Park. Because you've got, in, in, instead of seeing like the city, you see just the ocean. You literally see the Pacific. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. Um, but I mean, there's, I mean, how many, 
Miller Park is a great one. I mean, the retractable dome, very classic. Nick, you were at a uh, the we just the, we just saw you guys, Globe Life. Yeah, the new one. How was the new one? It's sweet. I love it. It's yeah. sweet. It's really nice. It's weird because like on TV and stuff, it it looks very basic. Right. Um, but in person, it's really well done, especially with their retractable roof. Um, it's it's cool. They had it for in like the upper deck. They had the they had TVs um, along like the ceiling type thing. But was dumb. weird. It was dumb. It was a great idea, but it was dumb because they just had like the scoreboard feed on it, and you couldn't see anything because everything's so small. The, they a hundred percent should have just had the TV feed, or like the actual like the national. Yeah, so you can feed. see what's wow. Because they had what was going on on the Jumbotron, and you literally can't see it. So why were you going to look at this tiny-ass TV when they have the Jumbotron directly in front of you where you can read everything? It's just massive. It was just a waste. I don't know if it was something with – Maybe it was an experiment. Or maybe like with it being playoff baseball, I don't know if they're allowed. I was just – I don't know. So I don't know. I I think it's a good concept. Just, right. Yeah. It always. Yeah. Change the field. Other teams do it in different areas of the ballpark, but you've never seen it up in the upper deck in Peanut right. Heaven. Yeah. Peanut Heaven. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, um, are there any more sports you guys are looking at, or do we want to kind of step away from the Star Wars sports and go more towards? Let's you know, let's um let's dive about. into Jack's show a little bit. Yeah, for sure, Jack. If you yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about Riding the Pine. Um, you know, like how what, it started, like what the you know, future kind of the concept is. of it. That sort of Have thing. anything yeah. in the works? Absolutely. Yeah. So riding the pine was an idea that popped out of my head and back in April. Um, I'm actually, I'm in sports broadcasting. So I do like play by play announcing PA announcing stuff like that. Um, I do some journalism work as well, but you know, once COVID hit, I didn't have anything to do. So I said, I'll just start a podcast, see what happens. And now it has completely taken on a life of its own. But that's a good thing. That's what I always say. Um, pretty much the show's just my, me, myself, and I just chatting it up about sports, just all the latest news, you know, whether it's, I mean, we just came out of a whole bunch of different sports, but right now we're just in football. So it's mostly football stuff. Any other news that's been going on around the, you know, the sports world, whether it's where's Trevor Bauer going in free agency, when's the NBA going to restart, stuff like that. I come up with different topics to discuss and then usually cap it off with guest interviews. Alec, Alec Porterfield being one of those former guests actually to appear on the show. Um, so just whether it's coaches or players that are in college or in the pros, you know, I've had everybody from, you know, friends that are, you know, D one basketball walk-ons all the way to NBA guys. And uh, I actually just recently had my first MLB player come on. I'm going to have him. That's, you know, just a little tease for down in December. Um, and then I'm talking to a couple other coaches, stuff That's like dope. that, but yeah, it's great. I mean, I love it. Um, I do another podcast for another network. Uh, it's an internship show host internship with baseball. So three baseball guys right here, uh, always chatting it up, you know, the, the, the good old American pastime, but yeah, no, I mean, I've just, I love podcasting. I love broadcasting sports and talking. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It goes well together. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's why yeah. we wanted, you know, out of everybody we know that have a sports podcast, we're obviously by far the closest with you. You're at my house every day. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, obviously you were our first, uh, choice to come on and, you know, we've been talking about this crossover episode for a long time, but we yeah. never really, we've just never really done it. Um, you know, we wanted to make a short story about the sports of star Wars, but it was hard to. You know, how sports do you- is can't be short. Sports can't be short, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and 
yeah, the story just could have gone too many different ways. And right. I thought, you know, this is, a, this might be a cool idea to have a podcast to reach bigger audiences too. Right. You know, so I think, you know, I think this was the perfect way to talk about Star. Sorry, I shook my camera. That is the perfect way to talk about sports and Star Wars is to just get on here, read a bunch of different random sports, random let, teams. Let the combo take us. Yes. Sir. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel bad that I probably butchered half the words. I just no, when man. you guys when you guys upload stuff and I check it out, I read through the description. And I'm like, wow. Like, imagine if I had to announce that name. That would be a gobbled up mess that would be brutal to say gunga yeah gunga yeah for three yeah so let me ask you this jack obviously you know we talk a lot um, about podcasting about uh starting up just this your own brand so what is something that in if you if you can answer this question what's something that you have in the works that maybe or a hint or anything of something big you get you the future of riding the pine podcast has, you know, in the works. Yeah. Just as, I mean, Hey, I'm all, I'm always about finding the best guests. You know, my guests are, are in my opinion, the star of the show. Uh, you know, everyone says, well, it's your show. Well, you know, I'm just the guy asking the questions they want to hear from, you know, these very powerful and important and impactful people in sports, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, obviously they do want to probably hear what I have to say, but, you know, it's, it's again, mostly for the guests. And it's also a, a, a medium for guests to come on that might not other ha- not otherwise have an opportunity or an outlet to share their story. You know, I'm not going to ask them. I had, you know, for example, I had Tim Kirchin on from ESPN not too long ago, and I didn't really ask him a whole lot about baseball directly because he gets asked that every single day. You can go on any sort of social media site or ESPN and you're going to hear his opinion on it. I've wanted to know what his life was like. What, how did he get to the point that he's in today? And that's kind of a a big kind of, you know, the gist of my show is, you know, you're riding the pine, you're sitting on the bench with me and you're just having a casual conversation. It's casual sports talk. It's not, you know, obviously it's going to be correct. And, you know, you're going to have facts and stats as, you know, Alec, the stat man here would know, you know, you're not going to just pull something out of thin air and just run with it. But at the same time, it's not going to be, you know, like a, you know, I don't know, a Skip Bayless type deal where it's just arguing the entire time. It's more <laughs> so just, you know, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. you know, something like that. But right now, just working on some merchandise stuff. I actually just got a new logo made. Um, so, yeah. Really so is that excited. the... Is that what you're talking like? That's the stuff you have in the works. Some new merchandise coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Some new merchandise coming out. Going to get some T-shirts, uh, short sleeve, long sleeve. You nice. know, if they do well, you know, I'm going to do a little giveaway. So for anybody tuning in and listening, if you want to learn how you can get not only a riding the pine shirt, but some riding the pine golf balls, you know, shoot me a little follow on and, Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever. You know, but, before yeah. yeah, before we you know close this all out, just tell it. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at? Yeah, absolutely. You can go find me, Apple and Spotify, Riding the Pine. Uh, You'll see, I mean, it's a navy blue and gold logo with a microphone right in the middle, you know, stands out immediately. Um, And then, you know, you can follow my personal Twitter uh, at Jack Ridenauer 11. Um, And then on Riding the Pine, or on Riding the Pine social medias, you can follow at Twitter at Ride the Pine 20, RTP or all capital. And then at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore for Instagram. It's all lowercase just always coming out with some new content. Um, I've definitely been working more on the social media aspect of it coming up because I'm always inspired by the social media gurus and you two with the Harvard Convos. Oh, you guys do a great job. I always think that you guys do a nice job. But uh, actually, I have to to make a little shout out to Thomas Carpenter. 
uh, our good friend Thomas in California has been my, sure. uh, I have, I have now called him my social media director. So Thomas, if you're listening, thank you. I appreciate all your hard work. Um, but yeah, man, just, you know, again, trying to line up a lot of really good guests, like, you know, some of you out there listening may or may not know, Pit, you know, Pittsburgh is where Nick and I both live. So trying to get a lot of Pittsburgh based uh, professionals, you know, athletes that are from Pittsburgh. Um, whether they're playing on a professional team in Pittsburgh or not to come on the show and just talk about their career and their life, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, some good stuff in the works down the road, but as of right now, just trying to work on this merchandise and really trying to, you know, like you said, Nick, build the brand and build it from the ground up. Yes, sir. And we have some uh, merchandising stuff in the works as well. We're currently, uh, you know, in the search for finding someone to design a new logo as well. So if you know somebody that is a very good star Wars fan who would kind of, just take our thoughts and design something up for us. Um, you know, someone that we can trust will get the star Wars vibe of the logo, right? Feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to work with you. Um, but yeah, so we're looking to get that new logo and get some shirts, all, you know, all kinds of stuff made for you guys, not only about the show, but about star Wars in general. So, um, Alec, do you have anything before we head out? No, you know, just as usual, Jack, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, I know I personally, I love being on your show uh, a couple months back um, and having you on. It's been awesome. Uh, It's been really cool to have a different perspective on these things. Um, You guys can make sure you go uh, hit him up on all the social medias, follow him on on, on his channel, those sort of things. Uh, And then same same with us, you know, uh, make sure you go follow myself at Wallcrawler Pops. And, and Nikki boy at, at Funko stud still working on trying to get Darth Funko, right? Yeah. Not, Darth Funko. Not good. Darth Funko. If you're out there, man, hit, hit, hit your boy up, man. He, he needs it. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Um, you know, Nick and I really, really appreciate the support. Um, and it, it really goes a long way with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we have episodes. This will be coming out when this is, we're recording this on Sunday. It'll be out on Wednesday. And we have more Funko Fridays coming at you next week. Um, no, there will, will there will not be a new Star Wars or Marvel short neck short story next week unless we you know have some incredible idea just pop into our head and we have the time to make it. But we will get a short story to you the week after next. Um, those are always out on Mondays. But until then, guys, may the force be with you. Remember, the force will be with you.